This is episode 33 of the Feed Your Soul with Kim podcast. Today we talk about having a decade in review, why I like to review the past. We're going to talk about closing out 2019 with a bang and closing out the decade of the 2010s. I always like to engage in an annual review, and this year is the year I'm going to do a decade in review. We're going to talk about why a decade in review is important. What are the seven questions you need to ask yourself to review the last 10 years? You're going to learn four ways to jog your memory to do that decade in review, and I'm going to give you a link to download my ebook to help you with tips and all the questions you need to do your decade in review. Let's get started. Thanks for joining us on the Feed Your Soul with Kim podcast. I am Kim McLaughlin, your host of the show. I am a psychotherapist, inspirational coach, speaker, and best-selling author. I help people when they're feeling frustrated, overwhelmed, and overloaded, and it shows up in overeating and overdieting. I help them move into a place of peace with food and peace in their lives. Today's podcast is really great um, because it's something that only happens every 10 years. We're going to talk about having a decade in review, a review of all of the 2010s. I actually love doing year-end reviews. I've been doing year-end reviews for years now. I used to do it before I even had a business, and I would do a personal year-end review. Now that I have a business, I do a personal year-end review and a professional year-end review. I love it because it gives me a chance to reflect on the year and what's gone on, what I've liked, what I haven't liked, and then I get to enter into the new year with a fresh perspective. This year is so interesting because it's the end of a decade, and I actually didn't even think about that until maybe a month ago when some people around me were talking about it being the end of the 2010s, and I engaged in a process of reviewing the past 10 years, and it was really eye-opening to have that perspective and then to think about what do I want the next 10 years to look like, and that can feel overwhelming. And I want to break it down for you in a way that gives you some real great support and questions and way to do it in a way that doesn't feel overwhelming. As I'm taping this, we're going into um, the Christmas week and I used to get really frustrated with myself because I thought I needed to do my year end review before the year ended before December 31st. I want to let you know you don't have to end it before December 31st. You don't have to end the 2019 with your year-end review or even your decade in review done because it still is very appropriate later on. It can then feel, if if you feel like you need to get it done by December the 31st, it can feel then like it's another task to do. And I really encourage you to have it be a really um, enlivening thing that you do that feels good and feels hopeful and helps you out rather than stressing you out and another thing you have to do. Truthfully, that's how it used to be for me. I used to feel that it was 
something I had to do by December the 31st. And I have given myself, I've actually done it as late as February where I've done my year in review. And this year, since I'm doing a decade in review, there's a little bit more uh, moving parts on this because I want to be as thorough as I can, but there's only so much I can do to remember 10 years. And that's what we're going to talk about today. I have lots of blogs on how to do a year-end review, and I'll put those links in the show notes. Like I said, I've been doing year-end reviews for years, and I also love to do mind maps um, and mapping out the next year. So that might be another podcast we'll have for a different day, but this is actually more of a writing process that I'm going to recommend when you do a decade-in review. So to get started with your decade in review, I think it's important to have your your um, materials ready. And the materials I like to have is a journal. I don't think the journal has to be anything more than the loose leaf paper you have or a three ring binder or the spiral notebooks that we have in um, school that are really pretty inexpensive. I think a dollar or two for one of those spiral notebooks that has lined paper. It doesn't have to be a beautiful journal. You can get a beautiful journal and just know that it is for all the writing for this decade in review. And that can be kind of fun when you have a a beautiful journal. But I don't want you to put off the process of doing this journaling because you haven't found the proper journal yet. That can be our mind's way of holding us back from doing this review process because we think we have to have the perfect journal. Or once we have that quote unquote, perfect journal. We think we can't write anything that's, you know, scribble or things that don't make sense because it's a beautiful journal. We have to write perfect prose within it. So give yourself a break. Either have just some loose leaf paper, um, one of those binders that you get from the dollar store or Walgreens and use that or some beautiful journal. But don't let having that hold you back. Don't let having the perfect type of place to write hold you back. I also like to use colored pens and colored pencils in my journaling because it makes it fun and it makes it creative for me. And I like to have colors in things that I do. So feel free to get colored pens, colored pencils so you can draw. You can put pictures in your journal. You can do really whatever it fits for you. I also like to add washi tape. Washi tape is this beautiful little tape. If you Google washi tape, W-A-S-H-I tape, it's this fun little tape that you can buy at Michael's or any, any kind of store like that where you put it on the paper. It kind of just makes everything more festive and it's just a fun way to have more color in your decade in review. When I thought about doing a decade in review, I thought I needed to give you a map for how you could do it yourself because it can feel overwhelming to think about how do I look over 10 years and what and what is it going to look like and what kind of questions should I ask myself? Once again, when you get too much into your head about this, you can really hold off on just doing it. And I think we should just do it, get it done, get something going because The benefit is really in the end process of what you get in the end out of it rather than having to have these perfect writing areas where you write something in a perfect way. So how do you do a decade in review? I love to journal. So that's what I that's what I recommend. And I love to freehand journal. 
you can do it on the computer typing it out. I like the way the pen on the paper feels and that kind of uh, brain hand fine motor coordination that happens with it. It's very, um, I don't know if you'd call it primal, but it's very instinctive to me to do that. And so I like to do it handwritten. You can do it typing, but I think you lose kind of the process of engaging your brain with your hand in terms of handwriting. I have a list of questions for you to use in, in a way to start your journaling. And I'm also going to have these questions listed in an ebook that I'm going to put a link in the show notes for you to go in and download this ebook because in the ebook we'll have all of the questions. I get that there are a lot of questions and you can slow down the audio of this or stop the audio as you move around and write each question out if you'd like, or you can write your own questions. That would be super cool. Or you can download the ebook that I'm going to put out for everybody. So here are some questions I thought of. And if if you think of other questions, I would really, really love for you to put it in the, um, the comment section because I'd love to hear what other questions you ask yourself. So here are mine. Here are some questions for you to start thinking about and writing about what the last decade has been to you. First question, what am I proud of over the last 10 years? What have I done that I feel proud of? So what are you getting into? What is your action that you've done that you feel proud of? What are the obstacles that you overcame? What major changes have happened in your life over the last 10 years? Areas such as health, career, finance, emotions, family, habits. Probably you could put in there vacations, trips, those kind of things. I actually plan in my 10-year review is to look over what our vacations have been like because I also like the feeling of remembering how those vacations felt to me. Another question is, is what successes have I had? And a last question for you to have is what are three words that describe how you felt over the last 10 years? I think that's good because that can, um, those three words can kind of help you check in with the feeling level for the past 10 years and then contemplate what do I want the next 10 years to be like. And this is really an imperfect way of doing a review. And actually, I don't think there is a perfect way to do it. But this is a way to start the juices flowing in your mind and have you start thinking about what's gone on in the last 10 years. And what I think a question probably that you have is how in the world do I remember what happened 10 years ago? And that is a great question because remembering 10 years back can be really tough. And as I thought of this, I thought there are really ways to remembering what those significant times were in the last 10 years. And what I've found is I've been engaging in this reflection on the last 10 years. I've actually been having more memories come to me and that's been exciting because I once I get one memory it feeds into another memory so some ways to jog your memory is to look back on calendars look back on your journals look back on your photos and review what's happened over the last 10 years you also can have conversations with your family with your friends and talk with them about what they recall over the past 10 years. And that can help it become clearer for you about what's gone wrong for you. 
you also can invite them to reflect on their last 10 years and invite them to join in this process, even invite them to download the ebook on how to do a decade in review. I also find that this is a time that I start meditating or contemplating being in the silence around what's happened over the last 10 years and much more ideas and memories come to me. I like to set aside time to do my year-end review, and now I'll do that with my decade-end review. And I like to have quiet time to answer the questions. The problem that I can find, and, and you might find too, is that it becomes hard to find enough time to do this reflection. I've, I hear various people talk about they do 15 minutes, they do a half hour, they do two hours, they do four hours, they do a full day. I don't have all of that time to do this. And I planned to use an hour here, an hour there to to do this and to just focus on being engaged in the process and being engaged in asking the questions. This doesn't have to be perfect. You don't worry about the last 10 years. If you can't think of everything, don't worry. What I find is that once we are in that reflective mode, memories will start coming up and you can start putting them back in your in your decade in review journal so that you can contemplate on them more later it's not a one and done kind of opportunity because you can start this process and then finish it later or come back to it as you need to hi everyone this is kim and my book is out Feed Your Soul, Nourish Your Life, A Six-Step System to Peace with Food is live. I recommend you get it. It has all my six components of feeding your soul as well as my own story. Pick it up now. You can find it on my website at feedyoursoulunlimited.com. Thanks. This process is really going to be a way to see and allow you to see what has been the meaning in your life? What has been meaningful for you in this past decade? Things that are positive and things that are negative. And as you reflect on all of those, you then can enter into this new decade in a fresh way where you can contemplate what do I want to bring forward with me and what would I like to leave behind in the last 10 years? Here are some other questions that you can use is what are the lessons over the last 10 years? And here are some journal prompts that I have. Once again, these prompts are going to be in the ebook that you can download from the link in the show notes. So the first question is, what have I learned over the past 10 years? And this can be as broad or as narrow as what fits for you. What are the areas I've learned more about myself in terms of relationships, in terms of parenting, business, health, career, family, spiritual, there are probably many other areas that you want to include and put those in. This is your reflection. And so the questions can be based on what is important for you. And the last question I have about the lessons over the last 10 years is what's the most significant lessons that you've had? There are a lot of lessons that we have, but I think there are some that are more significant than others. When you start asking these questions of yourself, you can see whether there are patterns that are repeating. 
And if you're making these same mistakes or having these same patterns over and over again, this really gives you an opportunity to make what I call a course correction and start doing things in, in a different way, a more mindful way going into these next 10 years. Now that you've seen about the last 10 years, what they've been about, you can now start determining what are really the biggest lessons. And you can see also how much progress you've made. You can also see where you've maybe had shifts in perspective and see where you've been spinning your wheels over certain times over these years. And you can see where you've made some shifts. Or if you find you've been spinning your wheels and are still spinning your wheels, then what do you want to let go of? And what do you not want to bring into this next decade? And that leads us into a whole nother set of questions that I think are really important. And the questions are about what do I want to let go of as I enter into this new decade? When you've looked over the past 10 years, you can see what's been going on and see what has worked for you and really what hasn't worked for you. And you can start wondering what you might want to let go of. Here are some more questions for you to answer about the idea of letting go as you enter into this new decade. Here are some questions. Are there resentments from my past that are holding me back? Is there anger from the past that I can't let go of? Is there emotional baggage that's holding me back? And are there limiting beliefs or old stories that I have that have kept me from moving forward in this last decade? Really observing these stories and what you tell yourself, what those limiting beliefs are, when they come up repeatedly over the years, they really can be something that could be let go of if you so choose in order to move in to this new decade in a fresh way. I like this question is, what have I not let go of and what has it cost me to not let go of it? When I think of that for myself, I can then think about what's been holding me back. I know for myself, there's been some stories I've told myself over these past 10 years about not having enough energy, not being able to get things done. And this this year in 2019, I have worked a lot on my physical health and how I feel, but also my mindset about how I continue to tell myself over these past 10 years, I don't have the energy to do the things I want to do. What I've been focusing on is increasing that energy and seeing myself as really able to do the things I want to do. And, and as I reflected on these last 10 years, that, that, that old story that I told myself about not having enough energy to get things done is really becoming literally an old story that I don't tell myself anymore. And I feel real grateful for this process because it's helped me release what doesn't serve me anymore. As we're looking at the letting go process, then we need to determine whether there are people we need to forgive and most especially how we need to forgive ourselves. When we're moving forward and letting go of anger, letting go of resentment, thinking back on who we need to forgive, who we're having that resentment for can be really powerful kind of process. And I think we'll have more podcasts on that in this next year about how to engage more in forgiveness and let go of that resentment. But I want you to start considering who do I need to forgive? And most importantly, 
what do I need to give? What do I need to forgive myself for? Because that's really the biggest person that holds you back is all the resentment you hold for yourself. After we've done this letting go process, we can then look at the next 10 years and really imagine what do we want for these next 10 years and what do we want for our future? And here's some ideas for more journaling. Here's a question. What do I want to achieve in the next 10 years in areas like financial, relationships, business, spiritual, career, education, um, any kind of social areas you want to be involved in, um, any maybe kind of crafts or art you want to do, what is that going to look like in the next 10 years? From that list of what you want to achieve in the next 10 years, you can look at what are the top one to three goals that you have. What are the one to three items that are really important for you and make goals for them for the next year? Because they're really what's coming up in your heart as the most important areas to spend. I don't think having any more than three goals going into the next year because it's it becomes overwhelming when you have too many things that you want to do. If you have, say, 10 items on your list that you want to achieve in the next 10 years, space them out over 10 years or even over the next couple of years so that you don't feel bombarded with too much to do. Once again, here's some more journaling. What are my three goals over the next year? And why are those goals important? Who do I need to become to make those goals happen? And what do I need to do to make those happen? Those are some great questions to move you into contemplating how you can be in action towards these goals. You can also engage in this process by considering who do I want to be in the next 10 years? What kind of person do I want to be? And what's that? Really think about what's that 10 year down the road version of yourself. Imagine who he or she is. And then what would they, that 10 year from now person, want you to know now about how to become better? And engage in a process of meditation with that person from 10 years from now. And let that person from 10 years later tell you what they want you to know. Another question they could ask is, Does that what does that 10-year version of yourself want you to remember? And what does that 10-year version of yourself want you to focus on? That, that perspective of looking what you want to be in the, in the future, what you want to be within yourself, what is that? How does that person inform you now? And it, that person being your guide can be super encouraging for you to get where you want to go. I often say that what you focus on today increases what you have tomorrow. So who you focus on being today really shows up in the future. I really enjoy this process of engaging and doing this review. And I haven't done my total year-end review. I'm planning to do it actually next week. And so I can give you guys more of an update as it ha as it happens later on. But I'm super excited. And I'm also super excited for you to engage in this process. And 
you can really have this be your doable. Remember, every week we have a doable. So I encourage you for this week is that your doable is to sign up for that ebook and download it and start working on it. It's going to be a wonderful opportunity for you to gain some perspective in a way that I think will be super fascinating and super encouraging for you. I'm looking forward to doing it myself and I'm looking forward to hearing from you. So I really encourage you to download the ebook, which is in the show notes. I also encourage you to post in the review section what your goals are and what you've done. If you like this podcast, please give us a review and um, subscribe to this podcast so you can hear more about what we're talking about. I'm totally into action and in, and also into understanding what's going on in your lives in order to create the best self you want to be moving forward. And I think this decade in review is exactly going to lead you in that process. I'm so excited you've been on this podcast with us. It is always my pleasure to do this podcast each week. I look forward to bringing you fresh new information next week, and I encourage you to go out and make it a great week. Bye, you guys. I'll talk to you later. Thank you for joining us on the Feed Your Soul with Kim podcast. We come to you every Monday with fresh new ideas to help you end emotional eating and put food in its proper place as nourishment. Please be sure to subscribe to this podcast and review it and let us know what you think. Thank you for joining us. Thank you.